Welcome to the Florida Divorce Podcast, your source for the information you need to successfully get through your divorce and into the next exciting chapter of life. Now, here's your host, Attorney Scott Kalish. Hey, everybody. This is Attorney Scott Kalish. I am a family law and divorce attorney here in South Florida. Today, I want to talk to you about how you can control the costs of divorce, really specifically attorney's fees, right? So I want to give you some tips, you know, how you can save money and you can avoid really, you know, spending your life savings on attorney's fees. Now, this isn't, you know, going to work in every case, but I can tell you some tips and strategies and things to avoid so you can, you know, I'm ensure that you walk away from your case, right, and, and get a divorce without losing majority or even all of your money in some cases. I've, I've seen people blow through savings like no tomorrow for absolutely no reason, right? So with that, let's jump into it, right? So the first piece of advice I would say is to keep a level head, right? When you're going through a divorce, obviously it's an extremely emotional time and you're always going to want to keep a level head when going through your case, right? Now, situations are often chaotic. I would say that divorce and family law is undoubtedly one of the most emotional areas of the law. There can be verbal abuse and sometimes, unfortunately, right, physical abuse. Children's lives are often disrupted. So it's, it can be a really, a real mess sometimes. And we're, of course, all humans, right? And we have a tendency to allow emotions to take control over our decision making. But I would say the moment that you let your emotions take control of your case is the moment that you give your spouse an advantage. And when a client's, in my experience, right, when a client's emotions take over and, and they can no longer make like logical decisions, it really guarantees that the case is going to take longer, it's going to cost more, and it's going to result in more stress for all those involved, right? And, and, and again, I'm not sitting here telling you that, hey, you need to like extract all emotion from every single decision. Of course not. Emotion's always going to play a role in your decision making, and it should, right? Because like I said before, divorce is an emotional area of law. But the thing that I would say is, is that when you can't allow emotions to just totally take over, it's an element of your decision, but but it's not the decision maker or or the only factor in, in how you make decisions, right? So that's the first thing I would say is, is always strive to keep a level head. Always have that in the back of your head, in the back of your mind, right? The second thing I'll say is, you should really strive to make sound legal decisions, right? And you might think, well, Scott, what do you mean? How am I expected to make sound and good legal decisions? Isn't that why I hire you or hire an attorney, right? A divorce attorney to make decisions for me? Well, that's, you know, if you're thinking that, that's your first mistake right there. You hire an attorney to advise you, right? To counsel you on what and recommend like what decision you should make. But ultimately, you know, I tell all of my clients that you're the captain of the ship. I can just tell you sort of like, you know, the wind direction, right? And help you navigate through this case, but I will never and I can't ethically make a decision on your behalf, but I encourage you to make good legal decisions, right? So how, how do you do that? We learned this really, you know, from the very first day of law school, right? As lawyers, how to make good legal decisions and how do we anticipate how a judge is ultimately going to make a decision, right? And it's really, when you boil it down, it's really a simple process, how to make a legal decision. 
It's basically, you look at the facts, right? You look at the facts of the case and you look at the law and you analyze and you compare how the law is going to apply to the facts of your case, right? And that's essentially how we make legal decisions, right? So when you're presented with a significant legal decision to make, you always have to determine, all right, number one, what's the law, right? And then number two, what are the facts? Specifically, what are the relevant facts, right? We don't care about the facts that are completely irrelevant to this specific issue, but we want to know, hey, what's the law and what are the facts? And we have to basically essentially apply the law to the facts. That's how we make good legal decisions, right? So the reason why I say you got to make good legal decisions is because if you don't, right, if you make poor legal decisions, right, if you make decisions that are not based on the law or not based on the facts, i.e., right, example, weak decisions, then those are definitely going to be challenged or way more likely to be challenged in court and will most likely uh, result in unnecessary litigation, right? Because you're going to have to have an attorney go into court and defend this crazy, unsupported legal decision that you've made or legal position that you've you've taken. And that's going to cost a lot of money to have an attorney go to court and defend this. And then also, it's not a good financial decision because if it's a weak position that you're taking, then you're probably going to lose on it. But to the contrary, right, the other side of this, the other side of the coin is if you make good decisions, strong decisions that are based on both the facts and the law, then those are probably not going to be challenged as much. And if they are challenged, there's a good likelihood you're going to prevail. So, when you hire an attorney to go to represent you in, in, in your case, you have to ask them. You, you have to say, hey, listen, what is my decision, right? Is my decision strong and is it supported by the law? And are the facts of my case in such a way that the law supports the position that I'm taking, right? Are good facts present here? And, and your lawyer will be able to tell you why or why not, right? And they should be able to. If they can't, then you probably need a new lawyer. But if they can, then that's ultimately, you know, what you use to determine whether or not you're making good legal decisions. You know, you use your attorney to advise you on that, right? Your attorney knows the law. And if your attorney doesn't know the law, they know where to find the law. And then it's up to you to make sure that they all they know all of the facts. And once those two things are present, right, you know, they can give you you know, a recommendation or or they can counsel you, right? And then it's up to you to make the ultimate call. But that's what I would say is to make and strive to make really good legal decisions. And when once you do that, your spouse is really at their own peril in terms of whether or not they want to challenge you. Okay. So that's the second thing I would say. The third thing I would say is you really need to strategically use your attorney. What do I mean by that? Well, I love speaking with people. I love my clients, most of them, right? <laughs> Some people are a little uh, a little out there, but but the vast majority of my clients, you know, I really enjoy working with them and I enjoy hearing their stories, helping them through their problems. But with that said, right, I'm not a mental health therapist. I'm not a mental health like professional. So clients that want to use me as like a sounding board for personal issues that I really have no qualifications to help with, not the best use of their time. You know, they want to use me for what I am, an expert in family law and divorce law, right? So so that's what I mean by strategically using your attorney. So when people want to use me as a therapy session, definitely not the best use of your money. And it's going to tie me up to where I may not be able to really work on the legal aspect of your case if you're only using me to, to for therapy. You know, it's it's going to tie me up and, and you don't definitely don't want that. 
you want me focusing on the legal aspect of your case, not therapy. But again, I love discussing their you know, people's issues with or client issues, right? And and helping them through their problems. But there's definitely a line, you know, and and with divorce and family law, like it's definitely an interesting area to where sometimes I am a therapist, a very limited therapist, right? Where I kind of hear emotionally what's going on and I help them through their issues, but in a le- from a legal perspective, if that makes sense. So I would say the last sort of piece of advice that I have in terms of controlling costs is let the therapist be the therapist and let your attorney be the attorney. But of course, I'm going to need to know the facts right of your case. So, so I would never, you know, dissuade someone from telling me the facts and, you know, completely, but that's just something I would say. So yeah, those are the three pieces of advice that I think are most important. And I think if you really follow those three tips, right. And if you avoid doing the things like I discussed that, that you're definitely going to be in a position to where you're going to be able to control costs of your case. You know, people that get those three things wrong are virtually guaranteed to spend more than they other otherwise would if they just you know followed those three strategies or tips there. So so yeah, I really hope that you um, you know took something away from that. I really, if you like this podcast, and if you can, please leave a five star review on wherever you're listening. And if you have a question for me, don't hesitate to reach out to me. I'm happy to answer questions. Several people have reached out. And, you know, if you want to work with me, also reach out. I'm, I'm happy to, to help you. My email is scott at kjlawfla.com. Again, scott at kjlawfla.com. Thanks and take care, guys. Thanks for listening to the Florida Divorce Podcast. To learn the 10 secrets behind every successful divorce, visit floridadivorcepodcast.com. If you'd like Scott's help in your divorce case, go to kjlawfla.com.